I don't want to be annoying and go back to this, but I can't stop thinking about it. Do you still think that being gay is contagious? That what's contagious? That being, being gay, gay is contagious. Because oh. we just kind of like slipped yeah. past that and we talked about something well, else, I, and I, I can't stop thinking about okay, it. Okay, <laughs> look, look, there's, there's, if when I was in my 20s and 30s, if I was a bachelor today, not a married man, it's a different parameter. So, for example, Alpha, why people call me Alpha King? Alpha King Nima to be exact. That is the embodiment of fuck bitches get money. But you, and, and I say that, and I say that with respect <laughs> to the bitches. Mm -hmm. Because Alpha King Nima loves the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Yeah, no, keep I'm going. Serious. No, but I'm serious. So 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 it's 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 you know, it's it's answer the question. No, but it's but it's two different things. It's 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 are you if if I'm married, I'm married. I'm locked in. I'm confirmed. I'm not playing games. That's so my, you're saying my a daughter. single man can yeah. be influenced to change his sexuality by a gay man. Can I ask you a question? You have may. you have you have you noticed how many more people are gay now in America? Of course. Than 50 years ago, I just watched a video: a gay man dressed as a woman dancing around a toddler. I don't think it's fair to put to put drag queens and just no, I do. regular Joe Schmo part, gay people in the same boat. Like I think that that, that is that's it, a, it's reflecting badly on tick, the you know put it like average this. gay man. Well, TikTok is a great example. They mm. basically have a gay. I think he's gay. I wouldn't. I heard a rumor that he might be a transvestite. Kaduzi, well known, mm -hmm. head of marketing. Like, like he's one of the guys that helps curate the TikTok FYP. Anybody can find him on Twitter. Kaduzi. You can look at his pictures. Flaming. By all state, objectively speaking, flaming gay, possibly trans. He invites Drew Buffalo, you know Drew Buffalo, Drew Buffalo, toxic feminist queen, promotes her account, which now we find out are heated accounts. Adam, heated accounts. What's they, heated account mean? They, that heated account is a TikTok employee, which, as we know, is oh, a fake mm. company. Mm. It's actually controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Xi Jinping, Xiao Xiao Chu. The CEO of CCP TikTok has pledged allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party, which is a fake company controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. It literally is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Mm -hmm. You can't gaslight me. All right? It's a fake company. Now, Xiao Zhu Chu has pledged allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party flag. They put, um, they put their vile hate towards the United States with a possible Tran Kaduzi, definitely a homosexual, and then he puts Drew Buffalo, Drew Buffalo to make fun of men for being short, fat, and bold. I got, a, I got bands over 780,000 followers on that filth app because I spoke up about the Chinese Communist Party and Drew Buffalo and the relationship with Caduzzi. This guy, Caduzzi, invited Drew Buffalo to come to a TikTok event and talk about culture on the app. Of course it's outrageous. I just think that lumping in the people that you're talking about, who I think are radical examples of, of woke culture and left wing, and with just uh, you know regular gay people or even especially conservative gay people, I think that, that f for those people who are on the same side of the political aisle as we are, it, it's, it alienates them. Well, put it like this. After I fired that gay employee because I was worried about it being contagious and infecting the rest of us, did you notice that six months later, not one guy was gay on our team? 
Coincidence? <laughs> so one thing that comes to mind when you say well, that is that correlation does not equal causation. And a lot of people make assumptions very easily. It could also be that none of your team was gay. I don't know. I, 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 but you can't. It worked. It worked in our case. Yeah, but you don't think that being gay is contagious? Like I'll give you an example. I wouldn't say contagious, but Just I would. I think if it is around people who maybe are questioning their sexuality, oh, okay, maybe it's a little a bit more welcome. You're like, oh well, he's gay, so like I can like breathe a little. Like you know, for those people who are gay and they want to hide it. You know, you meet someone who is, you're like, okay, like, yeah. I'm going to cling to you. And so maybe that's where you kind of came in and said, look, I'm going to cut that out. I don't want to have any distraction. Like, maybe that was just like a, because I think, think about I, it, like, well, business I, 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 should I, not have to do with, like, you being gay or you being straight or, like, business is business. And If you're if an you're alpha mixing, male, you should be able to be around women, around around men, around <laughs> gay men, without it challenging yeah. your well, sexuality. I'll say this. I think there's, there's two different schools of thought here. It's because Bill Mars did an amazing story on this, I don't know, six months ago about how America's getting gayer and gayer and gayer and gayer. Yeah. And by the time that we're in 2050, we're all going to be gay. La, 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 la. But, <laughs> um, and he's right. So he's I'll right. give you not two me. different perspectives. <laughs> not me. Me neither. I'll give you two different perspectives. So some would say, well, people didn't feel comfortable or free mm -hmm. to express their sexuality 20, 50, 100 years ago. So of course... That's there. That that's becoming more the norm now because they're just expressing themselves. Cool, got it. Then, kind of like what we talked about in America, we have it so freaking good here that there, there, you have something that you need to complain about. That like even if you're not gay and it's kind of cool to be gay, you'd be like, ah, maybe I'm gay a little bit. I don't know. I think kind of cool. I think you're talking so about I, gender politics. Well, I think that 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 there's that dynamic right mm -hmm. there. Here's what I will say, like. Born and raised in Miami, I've been around gay people partying. 100% of the people I've had sex with are women. So <laughs> I've been to gay clubs. Never once was it even like an even an option. Not my thing. Meaning, I don't think that it's contagious. Like, mm -hmm. if you're a dude and you know you're into chicks, bro, if there's chicks at a gay club, I'm not saying I go there all the time. I've been like two or three times. Dude, be a straight guy in a gay club. There's going to be girls there. Pick of the litter. Yeah. Like, you get any chick you want there because they're like, oh my God, this one straight guy he's going to hang out with. So I don't think it's contagious. At the same time, I think the, the as far as sexuality contagious, but the the mindset mm -hmm. of like, yeah, it's okay. I'll be what, Now, here's what I will not stand for. And I actually want to get your thought on this. Don't fuck with the kids. Yeah. No yeah. drag queens around right. the kids. No indoctrination around the kids. Right. Like any kid... Page. Don't even come near me yeah. with L, B, G, D, T, X, Y, and G. <laughs> Leave the kids alone. If yep. you're 16 plus, 18 plus, whatever you want to identify as an adult, free to, free to do whatever you want to do with your body. You're 18, 19, 20, you want to chop your dick off, God bless. <laughs> but if you're 12 years old, stay the hell away from these kids. I have a 10-year-old nephew. I almost killed my sister one time because she's like, oh, no, it's okay for him to like be a ballerina. I said, T -t cut this shit out real quick. <laughs> Okay, I don't play this game. I know you you pretty you have strong opinions about this. I think you've said something about only bad parents take their kids to a drag uh, queen show. Absolutely. What are your thoughts? Absolutely, no. Look, and I, I'm boycotting Pizza Hut, and and I think every single person watching this should boycott Pizza Hut because of what they uh, have been doing with the drag shows and kids. Well, I'm not uh, familiar with what they're doing. Yeah. Well, they're they're giving free pizza uh, to events that host these drag queens 
Yeah, I mean, that's how you get kids, candy and pizza. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. And drag so, queens, obviously. <laughs> Look, so uh, our kids are 100% off limits. Uh, it's outrageous. Uh, if they come near uh, any children, any of my children, I don't have any children, but in the future, uh, they'll be in a wheelchair for the rest of their life because that is how uh, we need to be because we cannot allow our children, our treasure, the future of this country, we cannot allow them to be tarnished and groomed and, and all of those things that, that all of these sick... I mean, the whole, the whole way that education has gone here uh, in the United States is... I mean, it used to be that saying, boys will be boys, mm -hmm. right? Now the feminists have come in and said that you can't say boys will be boys anymore. That's toxic. That's wrong. Uh, boys shouldn't be boys. And so now it's anti-woman. We've got men competing against women, mm -hmm. swimming, mm. athletics, all of that kind of stuff. This is all related. And we've lost our Christianity. We've lost God. We've lost our values. We've lost those Judeo-Christian uh, sentiments that founded this country. And it's very sad. It's very, very sad. And it's something that is so dangerous. Soz, I feel very passionately about it. Uh, but I think anybody that is trying to fundamentally alter the gender, the identity, uh, the sexuality of young children, they are the scum of the scum on this earth. Yeah, well said. Nat, I see when, when he talked about sports. And yeah, it's, it's I hate funny. That. You never see women transitioning into men <laughs> yeah. to compete in men's sports. Yes. Never, that never happens. No. It's always men yeah. taking the easy way out. All of a sudden, they're competing with the women. But, you know, you're, you're a pretty athletic chick. Yeah. You know, you've got strong feelings on what's going on here. What are your thoughts on what Nick said? Um, I agree with some of the things you said. You know, I think today, um, actually, a story broke, actually, on Valuetainment's uh, website that Hershey put on their yep. commercial. They are marketing a trans woman for Women's Day. We are confused. Unfortunately, we are confused. You know, I see stuff like that, and it's like, what is the value of a real woman? You know, it's like a very confused, like, anybody can do it, and it devalues what women really can do in the world. You know, there's, there's pros and there's cons to it, just like everything else, but to see us embrace the confusion, it's very sad, and it, it worries me for what's ahead. You know, mm -hmm. Women's mm -hmm. Day is gonna be celebrated, and we're gonna be having <laughs> men in dresses to celebrate this year. And, uh, you know, everybody's free to do what they want, to be how they feel, and absolutely, but to, to force everybody to accept you and call you a, a woman and ma'am, like, I personally don't agree with it. I am not going to be forced to call you ma'am if you're not a ma'am. Um, I'm not going to, uh, you know, bend the rules to make you feel better. If there's a man in a dress in a girl's bathroom, I'm getting out of the bathroom. <laughs> like, I am not okay with that. I'm not comfortable with that. I don't think it's okay. You can have your own bathroom. You can go be in the man's bathroom. But, like, I also feel very passionate about that because, you know, we come from a place where, like, 
you know, women where on the world and yes, the promiscuity has raised so much. So like by default, men are like trying to get at these women. And then it's like, are you dressed up like this and trying to be around women so you can be near us? And like, there's so many things that go through your mind and it, it worries me because it's like, you're influencing other people around. Mm -hmm. People who are unsure of their identity and as you grow up, you are unsure of your identity. So when you see different things, you're like, oh, maybe I'm that, maybe I'm this, oh, I kind of like that. Like, it's embracing that confusion yeah. and it's very scary. And I, that's why I think today it's very important that we have strong men leading the world. We have, you know, beautiful feminine women influencing the women out there and encouraging, you know, like you to go through your process and find your identity. But to, to embrace a trans woman on this Hershey commercial, like I read it, the article, and I was like, ah, I just couldn't even like <laughs> imagine that. And the sports, it's like, why, why am I competing with a man whose shoulders are this much wider, mm -hmm. they're this much taller, and then I have to sit here and compete with them because you know they've got long hair and they've got more, no, they've got more oppression points than you do. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's very sad. I I don't agree with it. You know, you're more than welcome to do what you want to do with your life and your body, but. I personally am not going to conform to whatever you feel like you want to be that day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't know that we had Dr. Sorry. Jordan Peterson <laughs> on, on the panel. Shout out I to Natalia, a.k.a. Jordan Peterson, on the panel today. <laughs> uh, by the way, we've got a little less than 45 minutes left. Uh, appreciate you guys being with us. A couple more topics that we're going to go through today with our great panel. Uh, and uh, if you haven't sub subbed to Valuetainment, give us a sub. Give us a sub on VT Money. Uh, we do this every week for you. We bring in great guests and we have an awesome people on the panel having these types of discussions. Uh, I want to touch on something that, that you mentioned about this concept of toxic masculinity, right? So we constantly hear from women these days, like, where are the real men at? There's no more real men. Where are all the real men at? It's tough to find a man, right? They're all way too feminine. But at the same time, we hear this, you know, young men are being bombarded with this toxic masculinity label, you know, Andrew Tate being the sort of the poster child of this movement. So I'm wondering what can men do to shed this toxic label? What can we do as men to be like, no, we're men. Women want men. We want women. You know, I don't want to you know, let the cat out the bag, but we believe that intrinsically there are two genders. You know, it's, it's funny how like in Youngstown, Ohio, in America, they're not having this identity situation, but in San Francisco, they are. It's in America. So could it be what's in the water? I don't know. But what can we do as a society for men to basically say, no, we're, there's good men and bad men. There's good women and bad women. There's good people and bad people. There aren't toxic masculine men. And you know, the, it, 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 this label is not helping men. What can we do as alpha men as real men to shed this label what do you think well, first i, I want to be really clear to the young men that are watching i don't stand by which i think is one of the biggest media mainstream lies which is that being gay is not contagious and i'll give you a great example i have a friend i'm not going to say his name he went to a gay club by accident mm -hmm. met a guy then he got infected. <laughs> I love how you say like okay. infection. No, but, I, but, but look at the gay, look at how contagious this is spreading in the United States when you look at the rates of LGBTQ. It was just in uh, uh, Wall Street <laughs> Journal. 
It's, 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 you've been lied to to think that it's not contagious. That's it. I, just, I really want to get that off my chest because that's one of the biggest lies. And these, these young kids are confused, Adam. And you know what? Well, one more thing. If Patrick Bit David's name was Patricia or Patty and he wore a little dress, he'd have 15 million subscribers. They hate men like that in their 40s. A fucking man. Says what he feels. Does it his way. I respect him because he probably put a lot of his own capital behind this. You can't cancel him. He's already successful. He can do what he wants. He can say, yo, I got Adam. I like how Adam talks. I don't care. I'm going to back it. I'm going to steamroll it. Elon Musk. Look at how many people lied that, that Donald Trump, when Donald Trump said, they're suppressing me. New York Times, Washington Post, laugh at him. You stupid, redneck, basically, you know, conspiracy theorist, mega. Then guess what Elon Musk proved two months ago, Adam? That it happened. With the Twitter files, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's really interesting. The... Uh the, I think they call him the first gentleman, uh, or the second gentleman, but the uh, husband of, yeah. of Kamala yeah. came out, gave a big speech yesterday about how masculinity is toxic and all of this kind of stuff. He said this? He said this, <gasps> yeah, 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 this wow. was reported. Gave a, gave a big speech. Unbelievable. And... Um, Deli, see if you can Google that Kamala Harris yeah. husband's speech, toxic masculinity, pull that up. Yeah, and there was, wow. I definitely saw a Breitbart article on it. And uh, so this is a very common thing that the left have latched onto, that masculinity is bad, masculinity is toxic. How do we change the PR? I think that's the mm. question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's going to require effort on all the parties. It's going to require effort from men. It's going to require effort from women. Probably require effort from all the other 57 different genders. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> men have to be unapologetic, okay? Men have to be men. Uh, the past is male. Uh, I believe the future is going to be male. Uh, and men should uh, not take a backward step. It's going to require women, I think, to acknowledge that there are good men, that men should be respected that men's efforts should be valued. And if we can get all of those parties working together, then we can maybe start to fight back. But the elites, the politically correct mob, the woke advocates, the cancel culturists, they're always going to have a problem with alphas because they can't control alphas. Alphas are dangerous to them. Uh, alphas are the scar on their Mona Lisa. Much like America is a scar, I think, for the left's Mona Lisa, for how the world looks, uh, they want America to be a socialist place so that it matches everywhere else. And so we have to be vigilant. We have to be passionate. Um, men have got to be men. It's, it's quite simple. But we are going to need women to stand up and be much more, I think, supportive and say, look, I've got a dad, I've got a brother, I've got a son, uh, I've got an uncle, and I'm pro-male. Mm -hmm. I mean, we need women to come out and say, I'm pro-male. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head that, that men, we could do whatever we want, but at the end of the day, it comes down to what the women want. Because if women were all 
wanting dudes who are feminine and emasculated and, mm -hmm. and betas and pussies, then go for it. But none of the women are saying that. At least I don't run into these types of women. They say, I want a real man. I want a man who, who can protect me and provide and be there for me. And, and yeah, he might be a little rough around the edges. And yeah, my man might have some things he needs to kind of tailor in a little bit. Sure, because, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, that whole thing. But I want a real man in my life. Mm -hmm. I don't want a soft ass pussy that is going to cower when it's time to step up. You know, you're, you're a beautiful woman. Thank you. You know, you've, run, you, you know, you've had your, your bouts with toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. but you hear what Nick's saying. Well, I would say, I, well, there was a time where I would use the term toxic masculinity a lot. And I think that I, once I've thought about it a little bit, I think that there are toxic behaviors mm -hmm. and there are masculine men who also are toxic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there are toxic behaviors that women have. And a lot of them are very similar also. So I think that we need to be separating the term toxic from the term masculine just like you said he just gave a speech where he basically used them synonymously so that's right and there was also this that director the director of avatar mm -hmm. did you guys see this is that he, james cameron yeah Who's james that? cameron yeah. he said something like I, I i might be wrong i hope that i'm not but he said something like testosterone is poison and he wishes that like something i don't know the quote exactly but something about how testosterone is poison so uh, i think that that men are being getting this message that they're not allowed to be masculine and then the people that are telling them that it's okay to be masculine are also displaying many toxic behaviors mm -hmm. so i think that uh, that my my i guess my message for young men if they even want to listen to me i'm not a man <laughs> um would be to to search out the people that are not the most prominent uh, examples of alpha males, but the people that are true alpha males. And uh, to your earlier question, when you asked, you know, how can we solve the thing, the toxic masculinity, uh, what was it? How can we solve the problem that Americans are no longer alpha males? I would say implement a mandatory draft. They do it in Israel, even when there's no war. Implement a mandatory draft and, and put them in a, in a position where they're struggling a lot, where they need to go through training, when they need to learn to, to do time management, and they need to be in the dirt in the yeah. cold, uh, and I promise you that they will shape up. And they yeah, will be I, I, think, I think that's such a great point because yeah. whether it's a draft or not, or whether it's community service, or whether it's some sort of year of giving back to your country, mm -hmm. or whether it's uh, going to a technical school, not just, just jumping right into a liberal arts school, I feel like Americans, especially men, you gotta kind of get into some. They would benefit Get into the so dirt much. and become more of a man. So stop much. being so soft. And not just like that. I played college football. For me, like whoa, like I walked in. You know, you can be a good high school athlete, and you could be a, a stud of all studs. But you go to a college and you're 18 years old. You're getting the shit kicked out of you by a super senior who's 23. All of a sudden, you're like, all right, mm -hmm. I gotta toughen up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think so all men benefits. need stuff like that. There are so many benefits. It, would, it wouldn't just solve the masculinity crisis. It would also help people uh, get jobs. It would help people immediately enter the workforce. And on top of that, it would solve the gun control issue. If everyone is walking around with an M16 and they're trained to use it, next time someone pulls out a gun in a public space, within two seconds, this is what happens in Israel. In Israel, uh, th there are no... Uh, there are no mass shootings. It doesn't exist mm -hmm. because in two seconds, the terrorist is neutralized. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a, sorry, but I, sometimes, I mean, I think today you even see people who come out of the army and the military and then they deal with the PTSD after. Well, if more people went into the military, that issue, I think, would be solved because of the demand. 
Also in Israel, by the way, that's a problem. And I think, I think uh, mm-hmm. in Israel, it's also an issue that needs to be solved. But, but I it, think that the benefits outweigh the... Uh, Israel, a country of what? Five million people, if that? Ten, uh, almost ten. Nine million. Are we ten now? Nine million. <laughs> and and, t- and the, the Arab citizens, 20% of Israelis are Arabs. They are not forced to serve. Many of them choose to serve. Oh, wow. But that's the only law that is But this goes back to our initial conversation. We have it so good here in America. Mm-hmm. What, 1% of Americans serve in the military? And whereas the 99% of us don't even think, out of sight, out of mind, we're fighting in Afghanistan. Where the hell is that on the map? America would be so much stronger <laughs> yeah. for it. We're in Iraq. I don't even know what that means. It's like you don't have to do anything. You can just live your your life. You can be in LA. Mm-hmm. There's a war going on in Afghanistan. You could be in LA, and you're identifying it as a he/she male they, and it's like life's no problem, no worries. Whereas like the real Americans are fighting wars, digging ditches, mm-hmm. toughing it out like putting in work whereas you you just can kind of watch reality tv or live in fantasy land all day yeah or God you're bless our military i wanted to ask a question to to brody and to natalia mm-hmm. um talking about masculine behaviors and and that dynamic between men and women so when i go out with a young lady i like to order for both of us mm-hmm. now if a man does that how do you ladies feel about it brody you want to go first uh, sure. <laughs> you're talking about ordering food, drinks, dinner, diner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, going, does she even get to look? Pa- I'm paying the bill. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, does she get uh-huh. to look at the menu? And she picks of course. what she wants, and okay. you just tell them, or you pick for her. You say, uh, and no. the lady will have this. Yes. <laughs> does she tell you? Go ahead. I, well, he just ordered for you. You have no choice. <laughs> you just got the veal parmesan. I mean, it what? really depends, because I'm the kind of person that on a date I just go like, "Can you pick?" Like I'm indecisive. See? I don't. Mm. I get overwhelmed by menus, but. You know, a lot of people say it's because I'm a Gemini. But uh, uh, I, I, if someone did that of their own volition without me saying, like, can you pick for me? Um, I think I would find it a little bit jarring. Okay. Um, but but I, I don't think it would be a deal breaker. I think it would be a little jarring. And I would, I would put that in the back of my head as like, let's keep an eye on that behavior and see what else comes up here. Mm-hmm. And then if it continues and th- there's like, you know, like... Uh, speaking over me a lot and, you know, doing other things that are... Mansplaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if mansplaining know. is what I would say. Yeah. You know what I realized? I realized that a lot, oftentimes, mansplaining is just someone being really excited and talking about something that they're passionate about. And uh, there was a time where I would be like, oh my God, you're mansplaining to me. And now uh, now I see that and I'm like, oh my God, they, they, they're so All right, excited. enough of you. Here's yeah, the deal. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally uh, kidding. Go um, ahead. For me, I don't mind like if she'll I'm, have the jamaican patty and uh, something on the side that's it oh uh, i jamaican think that's jamaican. even like part of like i don't know if you ordered for me and i didn't tell you what i wanted yeah i would i mean it would depend because i'm allergic side to eye. Certain things <laughs> i would say like i'm allergic to that you know mm. not, well um, and but, you might have real allergies yeah right? but the i mean i find that but an alpha male ain't worried about your allergies <laughs> right? eat it. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> eat it. oh you have a peanut butter <laughs> allergy <laughs> too bad it. woman if peanut butter not, jelly sandwich for her if you eat it enough <laughs> the allergy will go away <laughs> you'll, you'll get used to it no look uh i mean i just it, because again right in 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 every other country mm-hmm. that i've been to a waiter always looks at the guy. Correct. Right? I'm okay with that. But in America, the waiter always goes to the woman right. and says, what do you want to eat? Or, you know, right. to, to get their order. Mm-hmm. So I find it very interesting. But as an alpha, mm-hmm. I mean, when I'm going out, yeah. and I, you know, and I get, we get two or three appetizers to share. Then we get a couple of mates. It's all family style. Right. So it's not like I'm giving them only one Love option. It. You've got to mm-hmm. eat this. See. But 
That's very important. I, I don't know if this is a weird thing or if something's wrong with me, but like if I go on a date with somebody, I judge them based on how we like order. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if it's like, she'll have the kale salad. Yeah. yeah. But even if like you, you're there and you can feel like the scarcity, like of mm-hmm. like, oh no, we're just going to have that. No, 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 we're not going to yeah. have that. Like for me, like if you're ordering like a family style, we're just tasting a few things. Like I'm okay with the man ordering. From, my dad does it. He'd be like, she'll have a steak or whatever and this and this. My wife will have this. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Like okay. I'm totally okay with that. But if you're coming in and you're like, you know, you're going to eat this. I'm like, okay, I, I think I gotta go. Like, you know, yeah, like no, that's no, no. different. No, but I, I think by the way, why do you ask okay that question that. of all questions? Well, because I look because I've had experience with it. Um, I, I think it's a very it's a very normal thing for me. I mean, I grew up again where the man uh, is the one that does the ordering mm-hmm. and makes the decisions usually, factoring in, of course, the people that he's with and right. whatever allergies they might have, what he knows they they don't. But but I think I mean again, to me all of this is linked, Adam. I mean, I, I can't stand it when adults have very limited palates because it usually means that parenting has been very weak. I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, I was forced to eat what was on the yes, table. Yes, me too. Right? That I, is so true. I couldn't choose. Oh, you know, and so, you know, I, I often I go out with women. Well, it's not just women, but I, I, men are just as bad these days. Yes. But, you know, I often go out and they say, well... I don't eat, you know, I remember this date I had last year. She said, well, I don't eat meat. I said, okay. And I don't <laughs> eat shellfish. I said, okay. And I don't eat nuts. I said, okay. She said, I don't eat, I don't like uh, watermelon and I don't like, you know, she listed two or three fruits. And she said, and I don't drink alcohol. I wanted to say, well, what exactly would you like me to do with you? Because, I mean, it just literally cut down everything. Uh, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I mean, to me, you eat almonds and you drink milk. I mean, you know, there's no breast on an almond. Um, same, thing with, same thing with oats. Same thing with, you know. And, uh, I mean, you're not going to bulls for milk and you're not going to roosters for eggs. You know, so, I mean, it, uh, these things do need to be factored in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just was interested in getting the feedback because I, I, to me, that's a very normal thing. Now, I also always pay the bill. Right. Every, every coffee, every meal, it's always, I'm always going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing, I, you know, the, the split bill stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm not a big fan. So you believe in traditional gender roles. Yeah. Sounds like you're a very big advocate of traditional gender roles. Works in your, you know, you, you've got a, a woman from Germany that... You, you, it, does your wife contribute financially at all? What does your wife do for work? Yeah, you know, my, uh, my, uh, to, uh, there's one thing, one thing, uh, she's, before I say that, she, she made a comment about PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really support, I know a lot of soldiers and veterans. I've also suffered from PTSD. Uh, one example was a bad relationship I had about 10 years ago with a woman in New York. One was uh, when I lost my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therapy helped me. And I know that's really unpopular now mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in this masculinity online. And I respect people who don't want to go to therapy. And I respect people who say, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to read books. I'm going to take personal inventory of my shortcomings and strengths. Mm-hmm. But I do think if the choice is, can I get a mental health professional to help me or I'm going to commit suicide, mm-hmm. I would never, I don't want to have on my conscience, I say, here, 
you know, you're a queer if you go to a therapist. You're weak. You're soft. You're mm -hmm. a pussy. No, I went to a therapist twice in particular, and it really helped me. Mm -hmm. Three three times. Another matter I'd rather not get into, but the same therapist, and he helped me every single point. And I did go to the gym, and I do read books, and I do make money, but it doesn't take away from your masculinity to get to help. be mentally healthy. There, there's Marines. There's, yeah. there's Navy SEALs. No doubt. Absolutely. Some of the toughest warriors that protect our freedom go and get mental health mm -hmm. help. I, and I don't think anyone questions that, mm -hmm. especially if your marriage is on the rocks. I never had to go for it. I have a good marriage, but I'm just saying, if it's that, counseling can help you. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's that, nothing to be ashamed of for a man, mm -hmm. an alpha, to go get help. Now, uh, well, what was the next question? We're talking about traditional gender roles. Actually, I want Delhi. Do you get that clip that I just sent you? Well, I want you guys to weigh in on this. I was asking about the role of the man, the role of the woman. The clip I just sent you. Let's turn the audio up. Play this clip. We've got about twenty minutes left, so I want to get through this. Restart that and start the oh, audio, I love please. This. Oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> you tell me, please. Who is the boss of your house? I'm the boss. What do you think? You're his wife, are you? <laughs> Come on, speak up. What did you say? I said, who is the boss? Who is the boss? My of the husband. <laughs> what is your nationality? Greek. Greek. I'm Greek. Is it always that way in Greek households, the husband is the boss? Yes. Don't the women, the wives, have anything to say about it? No. <laughs> you tell me, please. Who okay. Is the boss so here's this guy, random interview, probably in the 50s, what have you, stops a couple on the street. You know, who's the boss in a relationship? I'm the boss. There you go, buddy. Who's the boss, lady? Say that again, please. Oh, he's the boss. Boom. No, no, no lip service. No talking back. Now, does that make you uncomfortable? Like, is something like that traditional? Is that a turn on, or is it like, well, it's a little archaic? I I can't imagine how good it must feel to live life on easy mode, just trusting your husband yeah. to do everything and take care of everything, and all you have to do is just provide a nice environment for him to come home to. Like that would be my ideal. Yeah. But I think it's so hard to trust men to take care of you and protect you and provide for you unconditionally nowadays i think it's the chances that you'll get into a relationship like that especially in a city like miami mm -hmm. are near zero mm -hmm. so i i wish i wish <laughs> that's that's what i want for myself mm. to be like what did you ask sorry i was just so comfortable in my own like you know i'm so happy yeah. women do have yeah. that luxury of mm -hmm. if they can find a guy to marry that can protect provide be there bring home the bacon, pay the bills, lay it down, all that. We always talk about Rebecca, you know, this mm -hmm. like this yeah. sigh of relief where yes. she's like, yeah. oh, oh, I can I just, kind of, like, yeah. what a life. Yeah. But men don't have that luxury. Yeah. Men aren't just like, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> little old me, I get to just look pretty every day and wife wins on the break. It doesn't work that way, yeah. that, that mentality. But there must be some part of that that women would push back. I would imagine that a lot of younger women, 25 and under, would see that and be like, that is disgusting. Mm -hmm. That is disgusting. Why would your man want to be the boss? So, but is part of that kind of like growing and realizing that being independent and being a boss babe isn't an ideal outcome? Well, I think women are having that reaction based on the men that they're around today. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think the men like that in the video is more common exist. today. You find mm -hmm. like, like if you're asking like, if you were to ask women today that question, they would push back 
just because probably of the men that are around them, they don't feel like they can protect them. They don't feel like they can support them. They don't feel like, you yeah. know, a majority of men can play that role. So by default, women are going to be like, no, I don't need a man because, you know, I can do it myself because look at the guys around, you know. So I think it's also you have to consider what has grown throughout the years. And, you know, those masculine men have not grown as much as women would have liked them to. Mm -hmm. So today, those that answer like that wouldn't be as common. But I mean, a real woman like I would I would want that. I would be like, yes, my man is in control. He's the boss. He's the one with the final say. And, you know. Now go make me a sandwich, woman. Uh, go make me a <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you want to weigh yeah, in on that? So, look, uh, that's very close to home. I mean, that, that was filmed in Australia. That was filmed in the 1950s. Mm. I was born in Australia, but I'm of Greek heritage. And uh, that couple there could have been my grandparents. And Yeah, I believe your last, your, your, it's not Adams, Adamopoulos. it's Adamopoulos. Well, it is Adams, but okay. it, I was born Adamopoulos. Gotcha. And, mm -hmm. um... And so for me, uh, like I was saying earlier, being of, of Greek heritage, I mean, it's a very big part of yeah. the, the Greek family that the man is the boss, that the man is the head of the household. Uh, and I, I mean, I saw that and, and I loved that. Yeah. I mean, and can I tell you, those marriages there, they lasted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They lasted. And I've got to push back a little bit. I mean, I, I know everybody's experiences are different and everybody lives in different places and they might, you might have had bad luck with men. But I do think that there are a lot of men like that gentleman there out there. Yeah. But women haven't allowed them to be the male that they are mm -hmm. and therefore they've changed. And the moment that your girlfriend, wife, fiancé's opinion makes you change your position, then you're lost, mm -hmm. okay? Well, here, here, here's why I think that um, it's tougher to do these days versus back then. Why, at the end of the day, FTM, follow the money, follow the money. Back then, in the 50s, women weren't really working. They weren't making money. They didn't really have the capacity to do that. Now, women can make money. So there's a phrase, you know, in the manosphere, they say it's, um, alpha lays, beta pays, or alpha fucks, beta bucks. Meaning, you want the top guy that, like to to bang you, and he's hot and sexy, and that's who you want. But at some point, you're gonna need some money to live your life, so you'll deal with a beta type, you know, a balding CPA, as an example, <laughs> uh, or just some guy that isn't making a ton of money, or that some guy that'll at least pay the bills. But hey, at least you're safe. These days, women are obsessed with lifestyle. They want to be able to live. They want to Instagram. They want to have a great lifestyle. So now they're saying, why would I take this guy who's making 50 grand a year, a beta, let's say, and basically not improve my lifestyle whatsoever. So unless I have a top guy, an alpha, I make my own money. I don't need a man. So that's the difference between back then and today. Mm -hmm. Back then, the, an average guy, an average worker who's a union worker working in the railroads and the coal mines, whatever, because he was working hard, he could get a woman that would be loyal and so happy to have that lifestyle because she's not working, she's not making money. She's like, my man's taking care of me. Now these days, a woman's like a coal miner, a construction worker, mm. making 50 grand a year. I can do that myself being, you know, working at whatever job, being an editor, a, phot a photographer, I don't need that. So unless you're going to improve my lifestyle, unless you're making double my income, 
I'm good. And that's why so many women will prolong relationships. And they'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to settle down. And what happens is they enter what's called the epiphany stage. And they go, you know what? I've been pushing off average good men for 10 years now. Now I'm 36 years old. And it's like, where are all the good men at? It's like, well, you've been dissing them for a decade, baby girl. So that's the difference between back then is that women are empowered. And that's great. Women can make money. It's all good. But is it at their own expense? And I think that's sort of the situation. At the end of the day, it comes down to money. Everything we're talking about here is feminism is only a thing because women can make money. Mm. Men, men basically don't have the opportunity to say, oh, you need me in your life. It's like, well, why do I? Also, society benefits from the fact that 50% of the population has joined the workforce. Right. Okay. So they have more worker bees. Yeah, continue. So, well, I, well, I, I think it's an interesting hypothesis to consider that maybe the reason that society seems to be encouraging women to stay in the workforce longer is because it, it's benefiting a lot of the uh, large corporations. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I haven't thought about this enough to really have a strong opinion on it, but it was something that mm -hmm. came up while you guys were talking, and it made me think a little bit. Well, let uh, me ask you guys this: um, Can you uh, buy alpha status, right? So that guy, I'm just, I'm making up a scenario. Let's just say that guy was a regular guy. He wasn't the CEO, he wasn't the janitor. He was a normal guy, okay? Mm -hmm. But he can get a good, loyal, wonderful, feminine woman just because that's the, the nature of its times. Now, these days, I'm wondering, depending on, does money make you alpha? Mm -hmm. Meaning like, can you, you can be a, you can be a cop, a bodybuilder, Right. You could be a construction worker, but maybe you're not you're sort of living paycheck to paycheck. You're not living a life of luxury, whereas you could be sort of a tech crypto nerd, NFT guru, make a million bucks. You can be um, sort of a coder and you can make a million dollars. Does money make you alpha? Absolutely not. OK. Money doesn't make you alpha. What money does is it gives you options mm -hmm. and options if you're courting a woman you can do more interesting things you can be more spontaneous it gives you greater access to different uh, venues excursions trips whatever uh, money is a is not something that can transform you into an alpha uh, alphas tend to make a lot of money because they are hardworking. they're disciplined they're ambitious they're strong, they're leaders, so they naturally tend to make more money. Uh, but money doesn't actually give them the alpha status. I mean, I know lots of super wealthy guys that are absolute beaters. Mm -hmm. uh, and they take instructions from their wives. Interesting you say that, because I interviewed Robert Kiyosaki, who's obviously how much bigger of his mm -hmm. doesn't get in the finance game. He's a beater. And, the, and I said... By the way, we're not talking politics, we're not talking business, we're not talking real estate, we're not talking the economy, we're not talking the stock market. All we're gonna do is talk relationships. He's like, Saz, let's do it. I go, all right, first question. He goes, before you do, I want you to know, I am a big fat beta. And I said, what? Robert Kiyosaki, like, I didn't even <laughs> ask the question yet. Yeah. He goes, I just thought that that would good frame the conversation. And I said, what the hell are you talking about? He goes, I've come to the realization that money doesn't make you alpha. Mm -hmm. It's how you act and basically your actions and your mindset. So it's very interesting. So l let me give you a different point. Can you be broke and be an alpha? Well, <clears throat> I speak from personal experience. I have a great woman 
on my side. And I think it's important to have one to be successful in this age. For example, I knew when my wife and I, I knew the first moment that we knew we were going to get married. And it was the first night that we were going to actually make love. She told me she was a virgin. And a virgin. I, con I confided in her that I was also a virgin. And we decided that we were going to lose it together. That's why our bond is so strong. Wow, dude. In reality, she was like my 14th. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I thought you said no, but that you had was, to look her, at But her ass was so fat, I couldn't resist. <laughs> That's actually, to Spoken be honest. like a true gentleman right there. <laughs> yeah, you that know. ass is so fat, it made me a virgin. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's Alpha King number nine. Do whatever it takes to win. Now, these are your rules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a book coming up. Sick. Alpha King rules, yeah. When is it coming but, out? Uh, Hopefully in the spring. Okay. Yeah, but 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 that that works, I, and and I think that. Now, that did you just let the cat out the bag? Does your wife know that you were not a virgin? We've talked now about. Now she it. knows. Yeah, right. <laughs> Honey, well, I'll go back home and she'll be like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" Yeah, you know. Well, well, I'll say one more thing too. In regards to the earlier question I, uh, about, do I provide for my wife? I do. Uh, you know, I, my, my father's the sort of guy where he takes what you say on steroids, he'll order for my wife. Mm -hmm. yes. And I'm like, dad, you know, I say Baba and Iranian Farsi, uh, you know, please don't order from my wife. Even me, I get territorial because I got it from my dad. Uh, and I, sometimes I feel bad ordering for my wife because I, I, I even ask her, she's, my wife's just so traditionally submissive. She, you know, and I tell her consistently, your job, your role is to birth and raise my, my children, my offspring. Mm -hmm. I provide and protect. And she, she likes it. She honestly is happy. You know, it's, it's, I'm sure you guys have seen, like, people say, like, oh, the woman goes and she works in an office. You know, she's doing great. But then if she's staying at home, taking care of her husband and family, she's a slave. This is the backward degeneracy mm -hmm. of our Western culture. My, mm -hmm. my wife is a college graduate. Her father's a, a CEO in the auto sector. He's on the board of directors of Bochum VHL, which is in the top soccer league uh, Bundesliga in, in Germany he's, a, he's he, he, he makes a lot of money yeah he doesn't need she doesn't need me but in our home she respects it and her grandma was a good woman respected her her grandfather her, her sister's a good wife her mother is like mm -hmm. a mother to me my wife's mother good woman and you know when she's surrounded by good women her sister's a good woman her mother's a good woman her grandma was a good woman they call it Oma in German it's easy for her. It, it's only here that we see this sort of degeneracy. This, it really, it really, mm -hmm. that's one thing I know from being abroad about six months out of the year. A lot of women are, I, I don't think my, my woman is a college graduate. She's not even a, some, you know, person that can't work. She can work. And you know what? About 10 hours a week, she works for an Austrian company. She tutors, you know, a student here and there. And I support her to do that. I say, don't do it, you know, these designated hours or days of the week because that's my prime time. But, and she stays up at night with our daughter. Mm -hmm. And you know what? All these big men, strong men, we can say, yeah, the, the plumber's a man. The, 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 the building's burning, it's a man, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the plane is crashing. Maybe it's a man that's gonna pilot that plane. Mm -hmm. It's a war, it's a man. But I'm gonna tell you something. All these guys, when you got an infant at three in the morning crying nonstop, You'd be amazed how a woman has a special touch. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've really, that is a superpower that women mm -hmm. 
can take your daughter, mm -hmm. your son, man, they just know how to mm -hmm. take care of your baby. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to you. Let, let, me, let me add yeah. on to that, and then we'll move on to yeah. our, our, our final topic. I just had a conversation yesterday with a, a very close girlfriend of mine, known her my whole life, and she's going through some marital problems right now. And I said, here's the problem that you're having right now. I said, you forgot that your main responsibility, your main job was to be a wife and a mother. I said, you put everything else, all these extracurricular jobs, gigs, you know, side hustles ahead of being a wife and a mother because you thought that that was frowned upon. Now that your marriage and your life is potentially in jeopardy and you're losing that, you're realizing that everything else you were doing is secondary and it's all BS and fluff to what the substantive, realest thing you've ever done in your life. I said the child, the children that you've had is the best thing you've ever done. No job, no gig, no side hustle, nothing comes close to you being a good mother and being a good wife. And she goes, you know what? You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, when it's taken away from you or the, or the potential that it is taken away from you, now the epiphany comes in, you're like, holy shit. But when you're like, oh, I can do whatever I wanna do, I'm a boss babe, I'm a queen, it's like, all right, just be careful what you wish for because you'll be out living by yourself in no time with that attitude mm -hmm. and you're gonna be wishing with cats. To be a mother, okay? With cats. With cats, yeah. Like All the cats that. out there. Adam, you just nailed I, it. I liked that yeah. question you were going to ask, though, if um, alpha men can be broke. Oh, okay. Like, I like that question. You, you like that question? Yeah, The question of whether alpha men can be broke? Yes. Or can you be paycheck to paycheck, broke, struggling, and still be alpha? Why do you like that? Um, because a lot of the time people uh, affiliate the alpha term with money. And I think any real alpha uh, goes through a phase of being broke Absolutely. because uh, if you're an alpha, you know what it's like to not have and then to achieve and get. Mm -hmm. And I think that whole process of a man becoming a man is very, very crucial. And it's not like, oh, I was born in a home where money came in and by default I have money. Like, yeah. even if that is your reality, you have to understand that phase of you having no money and having no resources and you having to be the person to go do that. There is so much strength in that and women can feel your struggle and and your achievements just like you don't even have to say it like women can feel like I know you've hit rock bottom and look at you now like yeah. and there's a secure it's a sense of security that it provides for women so gentlemen out there if you aren't balling at the moment you know this is your time to build your uh face yeah <laughs> get your money you know build yourself because that's gonna lead you into the direction of becoming that alpha male that women want yeah. so don't overlook like oh if he doesn't have money like he's not a real man no you are very shallow minded and you're missing the point because that struggle is what makes a man a man and yeah. women find that very attractive also if your wife leaves you because you yes. you know lost your company and yes. suddenly you're bankrupt and she leaves you and then you build it up again. Yes. Like you, you need a you, you should find a woman that won't leave you even when you're broke. Exactly. That will have faith in you that you can build it up. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. Zero. Well said, guys. Last topic. We talked about basically a man being a, the, the provider, being the protector. Let's talk about being present for your woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. For your wife yeah. or for your future wife or for the lady that sat next to you on the plane that you might have just jacked missed. that. that <laughs> you, you missed that out. He was trying to get her. Could have been your woman. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we constantly hear women say, 
I just wish my man was more in touch with his feminine side. I wish he was a little bit more empathetic and more sensitive, right? You hear this from time to time, which I can understand, you know, that balance right there. So my question is for you two alphas right here. How do you balance being a man, being manly, being an alpha, but also, you know, having empathy and being present for your wife? You're a father, you know, you're a husband. How do you do it? I think that there's great honor in praising your wife when she's not in the room. My, I look at what my grandma would, would, would want me. She's, she's, she went away to be with the Lord, but how would she want me to be? And when at last, she would want me to be good to my wife. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, my, my, my moral compass is not the degeneracy of TikTok's FYP. It, it's the moral compass my grandma bestowed upon me before she passed away. And, and, and that's to praise my wife. And I, 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 you know, I, I, I'll just leave it at that. I think, I think, I do my best to do that. I have a lot of shortcomings and weaknesses, and <clears throat> I try to be sensitive. I'm, I have a lot, of, you know, I'm doing my best every day. Right. Yeah. Well, keep it up. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're, 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 by what age do you want to be married? Is there even a, not, a number in your mind? No. You're it's, 38? It's the right, yeah, I'm 38. Okay. It's when the right woman comes along. Uh, Adam, look, Alpha's at the end of the day human. I mean, even in that definition that was given there, uh, Alpha's a human. So they feel pain, they feel all the whole full range of emotions. And stoicism is a very alpha male trait. But alphas are also loyal. Yeah. Hmm. The, the yes. most weak men are the most dangerous men. Hmm. And they're the ones that are going to be disloyal and not be there for their wife and put themselves first. So I think, you know, it, it comes with uh, that loyalty. Where men have to be careful is not ending up with the wrong woman. Yeah. And... One of the things that men do is they're too nice, I believe. So it starts with you're obviously nice to the girl that you're with, you're nice to her mother, you're nice to her father, you're nice to her brother who's a bit of a dick, but you're nice to him anyway because it's the brother. And the next thing you know, you're going to the ex-boyfriend's barbecues. No way. Okay? That's usually Yikes. how it goes down. Because you're not setting the tone at the beginning of the relationship. You're not putting your foot down and making clear your expectations at the start of the relationship. And that's something I think that boys, men need to improve. Mm -hmm. Because it's just the reality that if you are weak, weakness is provocative. And a woman will exploit those weaknesses... Women like to be in control. It's in their nature. Uh, when a woman says to you, I mean, one of the greatest assets, secret weapons a man has, I think, is mystery and surprise. Secret. And I hate it when, when a girl will say to me, you know, I don't like surprises. Because that's her way of basically saying to me, I want to be in control. Mm. So these are the things that I think young men need to be aware of. And by the look in your eye, Soz, I think you, uh, you feel me. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. yeah. I uh, spontaneity, I think, is is huge. Uh, Brody, last word on this segment. You want to be surprised? You want to be in control? What do you think about what Nick just said? Do women actually want to be in control, 
or do they want the man to be in control or they subconsciously think that they should be in control? Give us a little mindset of the women. I think women don't want to be in control, but sometimes feel like they need to if they don't trust that the surprise is going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. So for I have a great example of this. Um, I was told, oh my God, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, great, I'm so excited. And it was a karaoke, like just me, him and my girlfriend. And it was not the kind of surprise that I wanted at yeah. all. Like wow, me you, and my, you don't have a good singing voice? No, I don't. And also like, I feel like that's a group activity. You mm -hmm. don't just do that, like three people. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I just remember thinking like, Oh my God, like I need to ask what the surprise is next time because mm -hmm. I don't want to be in this awkward situation again. Yeah. So I think it would be the same or like a spontaneous trip. Like I would love that, but you, you need to tell me like, hey, have your schedule free from like this and this. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's part of like, like the ordering thing. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. or even a surprise trip. On one hand, I think women do respect, hey, I'll be there at eight o'clock, wear a cute dress, I'll see you soon, looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They love that. Yes. Okay? Pranks the track. But if you pick them up and you take them to a sushi restaurant, but they're allergic to sushi, mm -hmm. that would have been kind of good to know. Yeah. Just or some, if it's like, hey, by the way, we're going to such and such a trip, and they're like, I actually hate karaoke or whatever. <laughs> so I think there's some communication that needs to kind of yeah. come down the pike, but at the end of the day, the man should take the lead and the woman will gladly fall. The man should should uh, be thoughtful and anticipate what his wife mm -hmm. would enjoy and what his or his partner would, would need. Okay. That, yeah. That's I what I would say. Always have a I think, yeah, yeah. I think women want to be understood. They don't want to be in control. Yeah. I think they want a man to be able to read her and understand her without her saying like, oh, you know, like complaining or, you know, saying, you know, like making a big deal out of something. Mm -hmm. Because if a man gives a surprise and it's a thought out surprise and you're like, mm. wow, you listen to me, you know, like, yeah. you know, I Nothing like this. more attractive. It's, than a, that. it's more attractive for a woman. But like if you because I've been with a gentleman where it's like I have a surprise for you and it was something that like he enjoyed. And I enjoyed it because he enjoyed it. But then I thought, like, you know, when he left, I was like, I'm not going to do anything with this. Yeah. You know, like, this doesn't make me, like, more attracted to you or, or excited about, like, more surprises. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just a matter of, like, understanding your woman. And you do that through, like, just, you know, experience together, listening to them and, um, you know, dating. But I think that's more mm -hmm. of where women. Last question I will have for Nick. And then we're going to read Super Chats and we'll wrap up yes. with our happy ending. Don't worry about that. Sorry. One of the women will pick it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Joke. It's jokes. I got to tell you a story. And, and, and I want to get... You, this is the difference between American women, especially women in Miami, and women in Australia. I was fortunate enough to go to Australia, I told you, to Sydney. I'm with a buddy. Brendan, if you're watching this, I'm talking about you. So we're two dudes. We're in our late 20s at the time. And we're eligible. We're single. We're out there looking for chicks. Boom. We're in Australia. And we see these two girls, pretty Aussie girls. We're like, hey, what are you drinking? You know, let's get a shot, drink, boom. Okay. So we have a shot with these girls. The girls then go, all right, we got the next round. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure about that. Sure enough, they go, what are you guys drinking? We're like, is, am I getting punked right now? This is not something that happens in Miami. You're mm -hmm. a bartender. You know this. Girls aren't just like, we got the next round. True? Right. Never true. happens. So needless to say, they buy the next round. Okay, and I'm thinking, holy shit, these girls are buying us drinks. All right, either I'm getting punked here, Ashton Kutcher's about to show up, or we're definitely getting laid tonight because yeah. they're into us. Mm -hmm. Long story short, they were just that friendly. We had a great time. There was no laying, unfortunately. 
but that, that was just sort of the culture. I was shocked that these girls were like, yeah, we got the next round. Is that how it works in Australia? Because that's not how it works here in the States where we're at. Yeah, I know. Uh, geez, that's a, that's a, it's a complicated story because there's lots of different reasons. But that is very normal. That is very typical uh, that, uh, that girls... They said that we got the next shout. Yeah, the next, yeah, the next shout, yeah. So yeah. you shouted them around, now they're going to shout you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, let's, why are we yelling at each other? Let's, let's <laughs> and I think that, uh, you know, that was probably done for a couple of reasons. First of all, there's a concept in Australia of, of fairness, okay? So it was fair that you guys had spent some money, now it was their turn to spend money. And it was probably pretty clever on their part too because they thought that they were eliminating any kind of expectation mm. ah. that might be coming if you bought the drinks all night. Uh, but then again, there's also not the... Here's the thing. I hate socialism. Mm -hmm. I hate socialism. But one thing that socialism does prevent is gold digging. Mm. Because when you in Australia, you can't impress a girl with wealth. Yeah. Right? If you don't work in Australia, you get 500 bucks a week. Mm. There is no restaurant or club that a girl cannot get into on her own or with her friends that you could bring her to. There's no champagne you could order that she can't order. So when you have that dynamic, I've never had to think about a girl wanting to be with me for my money in Australia. In America, it's the first thing I think about. Mm, because okay. women need men in many cases mm -hmm. to survive. Mm -hmm. That's that's the reality. And that's why so many of them are so want to get married so quickly. That's why so many of them latch on to a guy as as quickly and as hard as they can. And uh, so that's so there's that there is a gold digging element unfortunately which is which is born from the you know supremely capitalist and that's my only criticism of it. I mean, I love capitalism. I'm all about capitalism. But in terms of that male-female dynamic, unfortunately, the gold digging is part of that here in America. It's hard to find. I mean, gold digging is an international. It's not just America, mm -hmm. but it's more prevalent in the United States because so many women come from very little. Gotcha. Mm. Well, God bless America. God bless you gold diggers out there. <laughs> and we'll gladly buy you a round of drinks. That's successful. Man. Shout, shout. Shout of shout, drinks. Shout. Nat, give us some shout outs out there to the Super Chats. Yes. And then we'll go to the happy ending and wrap up. Cool beans. Alrighty, let me pull up the two. Okay, well, first, thank you all for the Super Chats. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, and of course, if you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like, comment, and do all those things. Um, so we'll start at the beginning. We got Beaten Cheeks. <laughs> Beaten Cheeks is here. It's our favorite guy. Uh, he said, Nemo, when you began realizing estate loaning was it a broker or independent and how much interest rates were you starting at i just started this process but would love to hear you more on your approach real quick uh i i work as a i, I lend my own capital mm -hmm. uh i'm not working as a broker i'm so if you have any deals uh in the united states uh i'm on instagram mm -hmm. i don't want to no, yeah, go, go ahead go ahead uh you know and and uh you don't have to pay a broker you can come directly to me i i I underwrite it myself. You're dealing with me. I lend up to a million dollars on residential. I only lend to professional investors uh, who want to buy, fix, and flip within a year. I usually charge about 12 to 13 points. My capital is expensive, but I move fast. You're actually working with me or, for example, my partner. It's both of us. We're, we're with you the whole way. Hmm. Uh, What's your I'm, Instagram so he knows? Uh, mm -hmm. At Nima Yamini. 
Perfect. Awesome. Uh, there you go. Beating cheeks just for you. Uh, then Slide we his DM. <laughs> there you go. Beat them yeah. cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then we have uh, Taha Hagar, Free Palestine. By the way, would Brody be with an Arab guy? Uh, they're the most alpha chads. <laughs> uh, then we have Yimmy Marino. El Salvador is the same way, but that is normal living. Only has improved to make something uh, for themselves or for the family. Then we have, I'm so sorry. Uh, then we have. You gotta show off the teeth. Uh, yes, the teeth. <laughs> uh, then we have Doc Hancock, response to Brody. Modern women don't deserve chivalry that they've previously enjoyed with the new female perspective of men as a uh, convenience versus seeing a man as a necessary part of life. And then we have M. Martin. Uh, Brody, Gamma is no way describes the Tate or the Myron from Fresh and Fit. This is passive aggressive speaking veiled as, constru as construed input. That's not a perspective. May I respond? Yes, you may respond. So I've met Myron, and I, I have no problem with Myron. I think he's a very lovely person. I've also met Andrew Tate. And uh, I personally don't have any, like, animosity towards them both. Um, but I do think that the, the gamma does describe a lot of the behaviors of, you know, these. Let's just call it fake Gurus. I would say fake okay. gurus, people but that take, oh, another thing is like people that take advantage of young boys, mm. I'm not going to call them men because they're getting there, <laughs> and exploit them and use them to make their own money. Mm. Gotcha. Well, to be clear, we're not calling Myron or even Tate yeah. fake. We're fake. saying people that pretend to be guys like that. Mm -hmm. Respect for those guys. Go ahead. And then shout out to Eric. We have the biggest super chat. We appreciate you, Eric. Uh, he said for, uh, this is a quote, for when all combine in every way to make everything easier and easier, there remains only one possible danger and that easiness might become so great that it would be too great. Then only one was, uh, then only one want is left that people will want difficulty. Soren Kierkegaard. Thank you, Eric. By the way, uh, I'm very upset with who, who that person was because it it made it seem like Nat isn't a good reader. It was just the, the It was just quote. the last sentence. Yeah, okay, exactly. Just We're working sentence. on Nat's reading skills and she's doing great. <laughs> They've been complimenting to me uh, today. Yes, I I've think anyone that watches Sawscast and is a fan you. of Valuetainment realizes that Nat's <laughs> reading skills have improved. Good Hooked job. on Phonics has worked for Natalia. <laughs> good Carry job, on. team. Good job, team. Uh, then we had FT3. Uh, when have Myron or Fresh and Fit called themselves Alpha? Uh, just to say um, salty about the time on the show. And then we have M. Martin, a bartender, a bartender giving men advice and not listening to Tate. It's like McDonald's, Cook on fr uh, being a financial advisor, or Ted Bundy being a dating coach. Uh, then we have. Which I think is a bullshit comment, but yeah, go ahead. No, it's all right. Uh, then we have Taha Hagar, also free Tristan Tate. Uh, Yimmy Marino, real men are not afraid to seek help and show weakness at time. Took me years to seek help after Afghanistan deployment in 2004 and 05. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. We appreciate your service. Uh, and then uh, Duke of Canada, W. Nat, we love you. Mm -hmm. uh, but thank you all for the super chats. We appreciate them. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we've got a, some big announcements coming, um, some big events coming as well. Yes. Um, so make sure you guys put your bell on, do all those things because you don't want to miss it. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. Um, and that's pretty much it for chats and everything. Sauce Man, you want to take right, it let's away? Let's go. Final word. This is what we call the happy ending where you guys can give a takeaway. Uh, you like what I did there with the happy ending? <laughs> True Alpha, who hangs at Hooters on Valentine's Day, knows what I'm talking about right there. Um, but this is where you get to give your final thoughts, give a plug for whatever you're working on, 
and let the people know where to find you. Ladies first, Brody, go ahead. Thank you. Um, awesome conversation. Really had fun. Thank you for inviting me on. If you want to follow me on TikTok, go right ahead. My handle is Meira Brody, M-E-I-R-A-B-R-O-D-Y. I talk a lot about Judaism, Israel-Palestine, and some other fun topics. And uh, yeah, that's me. All right. Nima, in the house. Respect, yeah. brother. Thank you. Drive some traffic your way and let us know when this book's coming out. We want to be a part of it. Well, uh, uh, just uh, real quick, uh, if, if I may, I'll make this quick. Uh, one, to, to your earlier point about people don't know how great America is, uh, I'm, you know, I, tr I take a 19-year-old kid from Ramallah. He's an Arab, uh, Palestinian, and he knows I'm Jewish. And I took him in like a little brother. And, you know, he works so hard on my team remotely while he's in Palestine. Doesn't, doesn't hate me, doesn't, doesn't make excuses. He works hard. So if you're an American and you're being lazy and you're thinking everyone's going to, you're feeling entitled, some, the people, the kids overseas now with remote work are going to steal your lunch. Mm -hmm. And that's a fact. The world doesn't owe you anything. Get over that right away because they're coming for your jobs. You can't blame American entrepreneurs for hiring other people who are willing to work hard. Now, that being said, I have an online trading education company. I started my business partner is actually Australian. It's Pablo Heman, one of the most famous crypto traders uh, on social media. And we have a trading education company called PNandFriends.com. For those of you interested in the Chinese equities market, stocks, um, and learning more about blockchain. Give yourself a plug on where to find uh, you on socials. Uh, on Instagram, at uh, Nima Yamini, and uh, my online trading education business is community. We have over 50,000 members. It's pnandfriends.com. Respect. All right, Nick Adams with a book. Give, a, give it plugs. Go, go ahead. Yeah, there's lots of different, uh, different things. Okay, so on Twitter, I am at uh, Nick Adams in USA. On Facebook, at uh, Nick Adams in America. My website is nickadamsusa.com. There's some great alpha male merch on there if you're an alpha male. T-shirts, caps, mugs, all of that good stuff. Check it out. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at nicka1. And um, I've got lots of exciting things uh, happening and you should be following me. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you guys. This has been great. Thank you. Shout out to the two alpha men on the panel, the two lovely feminine women who are here on the panel. What are um, you? Oh, yeah. alpha, no. all the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Three. Where, where, Adam, where do we find you? On you can Instagram. find me at Valuetainment. You can okay. call me. You can find me at Sauce Talks Money on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, but this is what we do, and uh, we're here for you guys each and every week. We do the show Thursdays and Fridays, and uh, every week we're learning and we're getting better. And we're trying to evolve and uh, progress. I believe that no matter where you're at, even on that social sexual hierarchy chart, wherever you're at in life, that you can improve, you can get better, whether that's cooler, smarter, faster, stronger, wealthier, healthier, stronger, all of it. Uh, the world's your oyster. You're a, you're a blank slate as a man. And uh, it is on you and is it incumbent on you to improve. So maybe one day you can end up on the stage like these two alphas right here or these lovely ladies. Thank we you. appreciate you. I uh, appreciate you guys Thank for you. being here. We'll see you tomorrow when Nat and I do our show. Mm -hmm. A lot to discuss right there. A lot of announcements on there. We will see you guys mañana. Subscribe to Valuetainment. More to come. Peace out. Peace.